You're listening to Workplace Perspective, an employment law podcast presented by Sapphire Legal. Workplace Perspective is a regular podcast series for employers and employees focusing on education, training, and the law to help organizations of all sizes develop and maintain successful workplace relationships. The opinions expressed by guests on Workplace Perspective do not necessarily reflect those of Sapphire Legal or its attorneys and should not be considered legal advice. And now, here's your host, founder and principal attorney at Sapphire Legal, Teresa McQueen. Welcome to Workplace Perspective. I'm Teresa McQueen. In our last episode, we talked about mastering the art of small talk and socializing. Today, in the last of our four-part series, we offer a few thoughts on how to politely disengage or gracefully end a conversation in any social setting. With just a few weeks left before the holidays are once again behind us, the holiday business social scene looks to be in full swing. This year's Holiday Survival Guide, we've stressed the importance of making a good first impression by quickly responding to holiday invitations, We've discussed how to be a good guest and an outstanding host and encouraged mastering the art of small talk and socializing. Now, as we look toward the end of another holiday season, we finalize this year's guide by sharing a few thoughts on the best way to make your getaway. Politely disengaging from social conversations is another aspect of business social engagements that people find difficult to navigate. How do you preserve the budding relationship that you've just cultivated or maintain the relationship you already have without falling into the trap of having your time monopolized? What do you do when you realize the person you're talking with dislikes social settings even less than you do and has decidedly marked you as their lifeline for the evening? Well, you carefully, with as much consideration, respect, and honesty as you can muster, disengage. Take a moment to think before you act. Consider not only who's affected by your disengagement, but also how everyone involved is going to be affected. By considering not only who's affected, but how, you're going to put yourself in the best position to make choices about disengaging that will show respect to the other people that you're talking to, and you're going to continue to build the relationship. Taking the time to consider your options for disengaging honestly is going to assure that your actions are sincere, genuine, and authentic. Being truthful is an important part of acting honestly. Focusing on being truthful and honest in your words and your appearance is going to help you choose actions that are going to best benefit everyone involved, including yourself. You're listening to Workplace Perspective, an employment law podcast presented by Sapphire Legal. When it comes to disengaging from social conversations, you don't want to be rude, but let's face it, sometimes you feel a bit trapped and you want to get away. There are a number of ways to disengage from social conversations, but not all of the typical solutions really show consideration, respect, or honesty to the other person. People tend to get so frustrated or impatient in these situations that they just say or do the first thing that comes to mind, which usually involves disregarding everyone else altogether in favor of telling the classic little white lie, not the most sincere or genuine approach. Let's walk through a typical scenario and we'll go through a few of the various possible solutions. We'll note how the typical white lie might get you into more trouble than it's worth. The scenario is you're attending this year's company holiday party and you find yourself cornered by an individual who's monopolizing all your time. You just can't seem to end the conversation. What do you do? Let's talk about some possible solutions. The first possible solution I refer to as the refresher. For this solution, you decide you need a refresher for your drink. 
So you wait for a break in the conversation and say, Great talking with you. Looks like I need a top-up. I'm going to head over to the bar for a refill. On its face, a fairly workable solution, right? Unfortunately, no. This solution isn't always going to work since more often than not, your newfound friend will simply follow you to the bar deciding that a refresher is just what they need. So let's check out a few more options. Another option is to escape to the restroom. Waiting for the right moment, you simply say, please excuse me, I'm going to step into the restroom. But again, this may not be the ideal solution as the person might follow you right into the restroom, which is a completely different etiquette discussion altogether. So let's move on and think of something else. Another possible solution is the handoff. And a lot of you might be familiar with this one. To do the handoff, you covertly scan the room, spying a friend nearby, you grab their attention, and as they step into your group, you introduce the monopolizer to your friend, and after a minute, you politely excuse yourself. Now, sadly, with this maneuver, it's usually best to avoid your friend for the few couple of days afterwards. And if we're being honest, this probably isn't the best solution either, because it works for everyone in the scenario except your poor friend. What we're striving for, really, is a solution that works best for everyone involved. You, the monopolizer, and anyone else involved in the disengagement process. How about this one? Honesty. Find a way to politely let your new acquaintance know that you've enjoyed meeting them, but that your goal for the evening was to meet several new people. Something along the lines of, I want to thank you for helping me with one of my goals this evening, which was meeting several new people. Can I get your business card? I've really enjoyed our conversation. Maybe we can catch up later. This solution works best for all involved, you and your new acquaintance. It also works well when the monopolizer is already an acquaintance of yours. By being honest in this way, you've shown the person respect in a manner that gives you confidence and shows you to be a truly genuine and sincere person, which is not a bad way to be perceived in business. There are so many opportunities during the holiday season to make choices about how we interact with others. Taking the time to think before you act and then acting in a way that builds those all-important business relationships is really going to go a long way towards helping you shine a bit brighter and solidify your reputation as someone who understands the value of developing and maintaining professional relationships. As this holiday season winds to a close, we hope that you've found our Sapphire Legal Holiday Survival Guide to be informative and useful. We also hope you've been able to put some of our tips to good use by taking advantage of some of the wonderful opportunities afforded this season to represent your company and build your professional brand. So until next year, cheers. Have a unique perspective you'd like to share when it comes to surviving the corporate holiday party circuit? We'd love to hear it. Send us your tips for surviving and thriving the corporate holiday season to perspective at sapphirelegal.com. Teresa McQueen is a business etiquette trainer certified by the Emily Post Institute. Some of the materials used in researching and preparing this episode are copyrighted by the Emily Post Institute and licensed to Sapphire Legal PC. I hope you'll pass along our web address, sapphirelegal.com, to your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out the archive section on our website for previous podcasts. This has been a Sapphire Legal production. Claudia Shamba was the assistant producer, and our music was composed by Stephen Versaloni. Join us next time for another episode of Workplace Perspective, raising the bar at workplaces everywhere.